On Wednesday, it was revealed the cost of building Christchurch's new stadium had jumped significantly, with the contractor reporting it could increase by up to $150 million to at least $673 million. Three options now, increase the budget, scale back the project, or halt it altogether. As it is, the opening date is also expected to be delayed once again until April 2026 at the earliest. That would be 15 years since the earthquake, which rendered the old Lancaster Park or Jade Stadium or AMI Stadium as it became unusable. Crusaders coach Scott Robertson gave his opinion after his side's quarterfinal win on Friday night. Leaders need to be brave uh, and if we don't now we're going to be hung, on, hung out as a public and a generation that's going to take another a period of time and, and for us as an organisation um, look we're, we're, we're humble to have a stadium like this to play in but we'd love to play in uh, fill our stadium up and have 40,000 people each week turn up, or sorry, 30,000 people turn up to a stadium and enjoy um, enjoy what we can do and build people, bring this, bring to life our inner centre of our city because it's it's the last piece of the, the puzzle in it and we've been through too, not, too much not for someone to be brave and I think um, now's the opportunity for us to do that and uh, all of us enjoy it because it's going to be too long. Uh, the people want it. A couple of people might not around there, but they shouldn't hold us back. That is Razor Robertson, Scott Robertson, with his uh, thoughts after the game on Friday. He wasn't even asked the question about the stadium. At the end of the press conference, uh, Razor said, um, can I just say something about the stadium? So he brought it up himself. That's how passionately he feels about the whole thing. Speaking of passion and passionate Cantabrians, let's bring in long-time sports broadcaster in Christchurch, Brian Ashby. How are you, Gash? Yeah, piney, good. I'm down on Sumner Beach at and not too far from Razor Robertson territory, where he's often sort of out on his uh, board and, and enjoying life, but crisp for that today. Okay. What was your reaction, Gash, when you heard this news midweek that this budget had blown out by an extra $150 million? Oh, look, no surprise whatsoever. Of course it has. You know, costs don't go backwards. Uh, you know, they've, they've had delay after delay. Um, everything possible to sort of stop it happen, happening. So, of course, the costs have gone up. And, you know, you look at issues uh, at the moment around supply of materials and things like that, just residential builds and so on around New Zealand. Um, you know, there's a real problem. So, of course, it's gone up. People are saying, oh, let's get the handbrake on this for a while. Well, how's that going to help? Is it gonna, are the costs going to go backwards? Of course they're not. It, it's just... And, now, the rebuild in Christchurch, so many other projects with, uh, you know, suddenly found $800,000 a couple of years ago for those ridiculous Gormley statues, uh, sculptures, one of them standing in the Avon River that anyone hardly notices and so on. There's money for those things. We had a stadium before the earthquakes. Just hurry up and get us back to where we were with a future-proofed all-purpose stadium and, and life will be good. We'll all be happy. What's the idea of, of fixing the old stadium, Lancaster Park, Jade Stadium, AMI Stadium? What's the idea of fixing that up, uh, restoring it, ever actually realistically entertained? Well, it had to be raised. Um, that was the problem. It, it had sunk. Uh, and, and, and so that, that was the danger. Uh, and, and so you know, doing that wasn't really uh, a feasible uh, scenario and I mean look it, it, it's, it, it's bare ground now so uh, it's all academic isn't it but no it wasn't really a feasible scenario and, and this is a, another one of the problems 
problems that we've got uh, is that we're having people saying, well, let's scale it back. You know, we don't need 30,000, just cover it up. So, no, because then you, you're getting in the same scenario whereby when Lancaster Park was redeveloped, the people that had the biggest say were people that had never had any intention of setting foot in there. You know, So in, in the end, you ended up with this hotspot compromised product that it didn't it wasn't even covered let alone it's not even talking about roofs it wasn't even covered so people got snowed on you know and they weren't very happy so their experience wasn't that great there and you know getting people to come back there for certain events was was difficult gash the the delays seem to have been ongoing if there is blame to be apportioned here who should it be aimed at oh fairly and squarely at the council uh without question and the penny dropped when a few of them travelled south to um, Ed Sheeran for um, concert down there. That there was gridlocked all the way. State Highway One, a normal sort of four or five hour road trip down there, and they're doing it forty or fifty k an hour. They're going, oh look at all this money going south. And half of them, you know, a lot of them were city councillors, and the penny sort of dropped. Oh look at all this money going out of Christchurch, you know. And you look at a, you know Fleetwood Mac, the Eagles, uh, the Pink, all these concerts that they've had in Dunedin. And then the penny dropped. Gee, we're missing out on this, and this is uh, Christchurch money all heading heading south. Uh, maybe we should get a slice of it. So there was a bit of a turning point at that stage. But now they, t- you know, they talk about the compromises and so on. If you're going to do it, you, you can't get half pregnant. You've got to do it properly. Um, otherwise, you haven't future-proofed your venue and you end up with what Lancaster Park became that was not really fit for purpose for anyone. It was too small for cricket. It was too big for rugby. Uh, it wasn't built properly for concerts and so on. It ended up just being a big white elephant in the end. In some ways, in some ways, uh, the earthquake was a, um, a blessing in terms of you know the potential to get a new stadium. But here we are, 11 years on, the second biggest city in New Zealand, and, and you know we, we we we're still deep in the heart of nowhere. You and I, Gasha, you know, are, are sports fans. We we work in in sport. We love sport, and and people listening to this show, it is a sports show. will also be of the same view. But is there any significant opposition to the stadium in Christchurch? Well, I, I, I sort of mentioned before the um, squeaky wheel, and that that's what tends to speak loudest um, in in the city. And uh, you know, we, we uh, you know a good example um, at the moment is you know we recently had a Northern Motorway built, and people spoke out against that and say no one ever wanted. Well, guess what? Everyone in the north of Christchurch wanted it, and even the mayor said uh, you know at the time, uh, oh look, if I'd been in power at the time, it wouldn't have happened, even though it was central government money that was. Um, funding it and so on. And that's the attitude. There's this real small town. Now, we're a big city and there's a real small town mentality uh, around moving things forward and so on. But also you've got a council that actually doesn't work particularly well for the city. You know, a few months ago, we had a major fire at the sewerage plant, burned it down. They haven't actually got around to to fixing it as such uh, at the moment at all. Uh, And they're faffing around and so on. The residents are getting everyone in the area literally... Um, half of the city literally stinks. Like Christchurch is a festering, smelly, disgusting hole of the city at the moment because people are getting sick. They, it's, it's literally seeping into their homes and so on. Not just the people adjacent to, to where the, the, the Bromley sewerage ponds are and so on, but right across the city when the conditions are right. It is absolutely appalling. So, you know, local body elections, I think it's time sort of people... That 30% turnouts that we, we have around the country, I think Christchurch people actually need to uh, sort of get out and, and, and use democracy appropriately.
Most of us uh, have seen um, Orange Theory Stadium on television. Uh, many listeners from Canterbury will have been there, of course. We've listened to you call games there on the radio for a long time. What is Orange Theory Stadium like as a venue to, to play at and, more importantly, to watch sport at? I think the ground itself, uh, the playing surface, is, is very, very good. Uh, to, you're, you're close to the action. They're the positives. Um, what it is is a pile of scaffolding. It is literally a pile of scaffolding. Um, the seats, to, to, when, they, when they built it, they, to, to um, fit people in there, the seats are much, much tighter than um, ordinarily you would experience at a stadium. So, for example, if you're sitting alongside um, between two people that have a, um, a much friendlier than usual relationship with their knife and fork, you're wedged in there for the entire, you know, you've got no, no way to move uh, at all. Uh, it, it, it's, it's really uncomfortable. It's, it's a, uh, traffic in and out of there is, uh, it's not really designed for the volume of people to um, get in there. Good example, uh, Foo Fighters concert. I left my home uh, at the time north of Christchurch. Uh, at 10 to 5, Foo Fighters came on at 7 o'clock. I missed the first song. I was still trying to get into the stadium. It took me what would normally be like about a 20-minute uh, drive using the public transport that they asked us to use. Uh, it took me till 10 past 7, from 10 to 5 to 10 past 7 to get in there. So it's not, you know, the, the, the venue itself isn't great. The stadium, um, the, the players' facilities and so on, they're hopeless, all the changing areas, all of those things. Everything about it is, uh, it, it's, it's, it's past its use by date. By design, it's past its use by date. So everything about it, um, it you know, it costs a, a million bucks a year to maintain this, this, this temporary glorified Meccano set. All right, Gash, what happens now? I mean, after this this latest setback uh, with the you know the budget blowout, the latest of that, as I say, three options were put forward. Um, agree to that budget and increase it, scale it back or halt it altogether. What do you see in the future of this, mate? And, and when will you and your fellow Cantabs be sitting in a flash new stadium? Oh, I think it'll take five years. I think it will actually happen now. Um, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm fed up talking about it, you know, because it's been 11 years since the earthquakes. It's, it's, it is ridiculous. So uh, I actually, I think that there is a move uh, and I think people are positioning themselves politically uh, saying enough is enough. Um, let's get on with this. We A, we need it. B, it's not going to get any cheaper. Uh, I, I think it will happen. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, the real, the, the pennies sort of finally dropped. Ed Sheeran was one reason. Uh, and now the, the, the cost scenario, the realisation that, look, it's not going to get any cheaper. We need it. We've got to get on with it uh, now or never. Enjoy the rest of your day at uh, the lovely Sumner Beach, Gash. Thanks for joining us, mate. Nice to catch up, Piney. Cheers, mate.